At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two of Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here. Let me just say that uh, the energy level in the building just <laughs> increased because we got a major leaguer in the house. Josh Tower is going to join us here in studio. And look, I mean, you know that I'm going to be talking a lot about Tiger Woods because, as I mentioned, the Golf Channel, we were talking about this in the last hour, their coverage is now flipping over from the older guy. Hey, I love the old guys. I'm an old guy. But the, the Champions Tour event has now culminated, and they have begun their coverage of the Genesis Open. And what this means is they are racing to get on the course to get the last couple nuggets here of Tiger Woods as he tries to make the cut. Now, last we heard from Kelly Bidlin, Tiger had made a bogey here coming down the stretch. I think he's got two to play, and he is... Oh, did I get distracted by Josh Towers? You did. I've, that's never happened to me ever before. It's, it's really bad. I got to know, sorry. where is Tiger? Because I know he's getting close, and I know a lot of people bet either he's not going to make the cut or he's going to make the cut. You got plus money. We are one under, two to go. He parred seven. He's got eight and nine left. Okay, so he's still, he still has two holes to play. The leader, by the way, the leaders. Tiger Watch. <laughs> The leaders, Colin Morikawa, don't do it. Ah, go away, Colin. Nine under par, four under first round. He's on 16. Keith Mitchell in the house with a 69 today, two under. So he's at nine under. You had a little chop of Keith Mitchell yesterday, Kelly. 71 first round, uh, 70 to one first round leader. Yeah, had to, had to chop that with Max Homa. But Max Homa got an outright on. He tees off in about 30 minutes. Time to make up some ground. You know, let me ask you about that. If you have the live numbers on Max, because again, he slept on the lead with Keith Mitchell, right? And I saw he was, what, 25 to 1 in the marketplace. And then as of last night after sharing the lead, he was as low as I saw, 4 to 1, 5 to 1's out there, right? Yeah. He has not teed up. And yeah, I see he's still about plus 450. Yep. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, that's where you get live. Yeah, live odds at the top uh, right now. John Rowan plus 280. To your point, Dave, these guys, even with the morning wave going off, these guys', these guys numbers are only getting shorter. So, clearly, the scoring, they expected even more scores to be higher up there. Absolutely. But you got Ron plus 280. Morikawa now is second, plus 360. Uh, Homa plus 450. Keith Mitchell, 9 to 1. Rory, 11 to 1. And then you jump back to Cantlay, 25 to 1. Everybody, 35 to 1 or longer. You know, let me ask both of you guys this. And I know, Maul, you do this really well in the tennis world in particular. But 
like if you had a pre-tournament number on a guy, right, and then all of a sudden you look at the in-tournament number, if they're close or maybe they're not as good as you would have gotten pre-tournament, but you're watching how they're playing. Let's say like Joker at the Australian Open, right? Everybody's worried about the injury, but you weren't. And you're like, I know the level of competition that's out there. Now, again, that's you play one guy here in golf, you're playing a field. Do you ever look at it and go, even though I'm not getting as good of a pre-tournament odd in an individual sport, I like how X is playing, and therefore that number still makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's certain times where you look at a scenario and you think, hey, this person's underrated or underappreciated from a value standpoint, so you take a look at it. And I think the term value is thrown around too much in betting because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the value is in who wins. That's it. Right? Who catches like, that ticket? You know, there are people who – I have a friend of mine who says all the time, he goes, well, I got the best number. I said, congratulations, you lost. Yeah, absolutely. So, again, we'll see a Tiger Woods with two holes to play here. Uh, if he can go ahead and make this cut. Again, that was plus money on Tiger Woods before the week. And again, right now, it looks like he's in good position to do so. But again, two holes to play. I just can't believe what they're Uh-oh, discussing right now. no report. Bogey. No! Bogey this means he's Tiger. even par for the tournament to over par for the day. One hole left. Oh, no. Which means he has to basically par... Nine, his 18th hole of the day. And then he's got he's to hold on. I mean, it should be good enough because we expect the scores to be rougher in the afternoon. But right now, those cut, don't cut, pass, don't pass lines right now as we make the craps, craps reference here. Uh, it's hanging in the balance here as Tiger is one hole to play. And, Kelly, I said this earlier in the hour, last hour. You know, the leg is an issue, and you could just feel like get to the finish line, right? Marathon runner. You know, he's got to be gassed out there. And this, if you've been watching him, at least you watched yesterday, this is not a guy that's got, you know, full compliments right now is, uh, of his legs. Is walking that tiring of an exercise when you do it for about 300 yards, stop for five you, minutes? You wouldn't think so, Amal, but he's the guy who's brought it up himself, and especially with, with courses like this one where the elevation changes so much and he's mm. got to go up and down stairs and climb hills and stuff. I, I, I understand. I understand from, like, from well, the average the average sports fan why that would be confusing, but Tiger says that's the thing that bothers him the most, more than hitting a golf ball. Yeah, I understand the elevation if you're out at Runyon Canyon. But, well, you know, it's also like NASCAR, right? People go, well, how athletic is it to be a driver? And then these drivers talk about how conditioned they have to be in a race car. It seems counterintuitive. No, that you don't get it. I totally get that. Explain it to me. First of all, the heat, the intensity, okay. right? Like yeah. just sitting there. Right. You are going the, the hardest. I think NASCAR is the toughest, toughest sport mentally there is. Mentally, yes. But I'm talking about like conditioned physically. Yeah, because you're sitting in a stationary position. For several hours, right? Like you're in this position, you're the, the speed at with which you're going. Yes, you don't have time to make a mistake. You got to be, you got to be in optimal condition. You you can't sit there and be like, hey, I'm a little bit tired. Let me stretch out those legs here for a second. Oh, it doesn't work that way. This is like, hey, Kelly, do me a favor. Go ahead and pull off for the next day. I want to get a little stretch. Maybe hit the gas, <laughs> get a little restroom, what have you. I it doesn't work that way. But it was kind of like golf pre-Tiger. You never thought of golf as conditioned athletes. Now look at them now. Now they are, they're conditioned athletes, right? I never thought of NASCAR like, say, Tony Stewart or something, getting out of a car going, hey, as an elite athlete. I, oh, thought, I, I, think, I thought there's a race car driver. I, I, I mean, think, I hear you, but you don't see any John Daly's jumping out of NASCAR. No, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, where's my beer in yeah. six? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, when he's on pit road, they're not like, hey, Tony, here's a beer. Go ahead. Go, good luck what out there. Like, Dale Senior? You see, gotta like, try one of these sandwiches over here, guys. <laughs> I, I can't even believe you're making this comparison. No, 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 I'm just I saying, think, too, it's not, so, it's not like, you know, NBA or, or NFL or Major League Baseball, for that matter, right? It doesn't, you know. I don't Wait. think in golf and, and NASCAR. Hold on. Tennis, you got to be a supremely gifted athlete. Well, yeah, that's fine. We get that. But let me ask you this question from a mental st- uh, stress mental standpoint. Hold on. Let me ask. But it's part physical. of the game. Yeah, but mental stress is actually more taxing than almost anything. Physical stress you can overcome. You know, you're a former Marine. Hoorah. Um, my question to you is if you were to rank the sports in terms of mental stress, <sighs> which do you think are the toughest? Oh. I, I have my personal opinion. 
Golf is way up there for me. It's way up there for me, too. Are but, you two out of your mind? Whoa, 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 oh, hold on, hold on. Hold mental on. stress. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, what's going to happen? He's not going to be able to have a threesome time. if he misses a birdie putt tonight? Give me a break. Okay, but, but think about this is a sport where basically every other sport you play, you're almost guaranteed to make money, right? You could show up at a golf, a golf course every week, and you might make $0 after playing two rounds. Or a ball, you can make your turn yourself into a millionaire based off of making one putt at the end of 71 holes. Are you done? Boom. Yeah. Okay. NASCAR, you might die. Okay? That's kind of stressful. Boxing, MMA, you might die. True. Yeah. Okay? Here, you can go get another job. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? You might get hit four. I mean, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Are you kidding me? The NFL, you get a you get a, a, Dar- a Stingley situation with Jack Tatum. Yeah. You get paralyzed. Are you kidding me? You're going to sit there and compare golf to these other sports? Hey, Hockey, you, you, you can get a severe injury? You said mental. You de- said mental. You, you said that's mental. That's what I'm talking about. I but don't the, think the those stress- guys are thinking about that. You don't step onto a football field thinking about that's going to happen to you. No, you but you know that's in the back of your mind. When a player goes down, what do you think everybody's thinking about? The stress of, like, there's a possibility every time you step in between the lines, when you step in that square, yeah. you step in the octagon, you know mentally there's a possibility. You know what's interesting? Deontay Wilder fired his corner man after he threw in the towel. I was at the Wilder Fury fight, too. Let me tell you right now. It was the most pure, uh, prudent thing somebody it, ever did. He, he, he would have he been dead. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. He comes yeah. back for another round. That guy's walking out in a body bag. I mean, you got you to protect your athlete, right? But Deontay Wilder's mentality is, I need to go back out there. That's the that's the I, mentality. Yeah. Listen, I mean, look, I, or I, you got you got Josh Towers on the mound and he's staring down Barry Bonds and he knows Barroyd's going yard. He knows he might be about to get buried or something. If he goes inside to Barry, then maybe Barry comes out charges the mound and we got a, a Strickland Harper situation. You, you know the affinity I have for both of you individually. We hang out here outside of work. My here's my problem though. This is the most idiotic thing you guys have ever said. I don't think you appreciate <laughs> how stressful it is in NASCAR. I think it's stressful. I just don't know it's more stressful than the PJ Tour. Dude, what is the worst thing that's going to happen? They're going to be walking up. You the man, even when he goes double bogey on a hole? I will say this. To your point about mentality of athletes, I once talked to John Bones Jones, who's, uh-huh. by the way, going to be fighting. I cannot believe this. John Jones is going to be back in the octagon in a couple weeks against Cyril Gaon for the heavyweight championship of the world. I cannot wait for that. It's going to be unbelievable UFC 285. But so I'm talking to Johnny Jones. He's, he fought Alexander Gustafsson over in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Gustafsson is the Swede. And all of a sudden, he's in the fifth round of that fight, and it's a close fight. And I'm thinking, you know, on the scorecards, some people thought Gustafsson won. Some people thought Johnny Bones Jones won. And I said, what did you think when you got off that stool for the fifth round? Did you know you had to win the fifth round in order to win the fight? And he goes, uh, no, I was thinking about breathing. I thought I could die in there. And I went, uh, excuse whoa. me, the defense rest, Your Honor. Whoa, whoa, but, but think of this mentality. He thought he could not catch his breath and he could die. And he, like, I got to go. And he walked back out there, and he won that fifth round and won the fight. That is a different mentality than you and I. I, I don't disagree with you, but that's my point. When you look in the octagon, and you're, whether it's boxing, you know what's great is you're a big fan of both sports, and you know you've been to a million fights. It is so difficult. I mean, there, you know, think about this. One of the things that makes boxing and MMA so great mm-hmm. is that you could be being dominated. Yes. And then all of a sudden, there's just one shot, and Boom. it changes everything. Changes the whole equation. Love the conversation, by the way. And, and look, I'm not taking anything away from NASCAR drivers. I'm yeah. not. I just was. I wanted to workshop because I don't. I never think about what exactly they have to go through. But I think you might be underselling what golfers have to go through too. Holy cow, dude! I can't even take this anymore. When we come back again, we will talk more Major League Baseball with Josh Towers here on Big Bets on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. This is Big Bets here on VSIN. And we do want to give out our pro tip here for uh, hour number one. And again, we got a little carried away because we, great conversation in the last segment. But we talked about this in hour number one. And if you're going to look in the futures market here, say for some of these free agent quarterbacks, Okay, we don't know exactly where Derek Carr is going to go, right? But right now the commanders are saying Sam Howell is QB1. Are we buying that? Because the market kind of indicates at plus 750 that maybe Derek Carr could be actually in play in D.C. And if it's not Derek Carr, I would be curious if even Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, has not started his four-day retreat yet, but says he will go into the darkness retreat to figure out what exactly he wants to do. Look at the commanders. Just look at what they're doing in the offseason here before you start making some of those future wagers either on NFC East. And let me point this out before those markets come out. There has not been a repeat champion in the NFC East since 2003-2004. Donovan McNabb, Philadelphia Eagles were going on two decades. Cowboys had won it the year previous. Of course, the Eagles won it this year. So before you load up on those Eagles bets, look at what the Commanders are doing this offseason. The Giants are a team clearly on the rise, and we expect the Cowboys to be back. That division is going to be wide open. Who was the coach when the Eagles? Who's the coach? Was it Andy Reid? Yes, it was. It was Andy Reid back then as Josh Towers joins us right now on the set. But again, that is our pro tip for hour number one. As a VEASAN pro subscriber, you have access to up to 20 of those a day across the VEASAN spectrum. All you have to do is go to VEASAN.com, sort those out by show and or by sport. Josh, it's great to have you on. We're going to talk a lot of Major League Baseball uh, before this show is over. But I was informed by one Amal Shaw, and I was, did not know this about you. The Amal Shaw? The Amal Shaw. Yes, sir. Amal Shaw won on Twitter. Oh. Um, I, I'm a huge Tiger guy. I was told that I would look like a Amal in his affinity for Tiger, which is, you know, whatever. Compared to you, that that's how big a tiger guy you are. Oh, now is that fair? That that's an understatement. Tiger, listen. Regardless <laughs> of what happens here, Josh has got Tiger shooting about a fifty-four at Augusta on the opening eighteen. Oh, I probably win it. <laughs> he's back. That's what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He's ready. Look I, at him. He looks what? beautiful right I, now. I didn't get a chance to ask you. Have you played with Tiger? I've not played with him, but um, he might have left some of his golf balls at Rio Seco one time after a round, and I took about twelve of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, I lost 11. No, I lost 11. Do you hit those or you just keep me going? Oh, no, yeah, I used you them. You played them. No, I want to be Tiger Woods. You played what Tiger Woods do? He would use his own ball, so wow. I did. I have one somewhere. Um, yeah, I'm a huge fan. It's not, I mean, obviously what he's, what he's done for the game. I mean, the stuff that, that all of us know. He, I mean, he changed the game. Every person in golf has made more money because of him. Like, he, what he stands for, what he went through, uh, the history of Augusta. I just think it's it's a great story, but also the sacrifices that no one see. I always talk about how the game is where we show off how hard we worked when no one was looking, mm. um, and the sacrifices that some people are willing to make. Right, the Roy Hallidays of the world, like the Kobe Bryant's. The stories about Kobe are on the next level. 
just interesting, entertaining, but uh, I don't want to go. I mean, it's news, right? Those guys don't do that. They don't do that on light. They don't do it for 10 minutes. They oh. they get up and do what they need to do. And so I, I just respect him for what he had to go through uh, and to change. He literally changed the game of golf. Oh, okay, but Josh. What did he do? I don't know, but here's, here's what I don't like is I was going to play Tiger, Tiger Watch. Tiger Watch. And I, this, is a bad, this is a bad Tiger update, though. Oh, no. He's going to miss the cut. He lipped out. Se- second shot on nine, he goes into the trap, gets out of the trap, and has a putt for par from off the green, just lips out. Ooh, he's, that's going to be, what, consecutive bogeys to end the round? Yep. So that means, if my VCU education is correct, that's four over for the – or three, three over, over for, for the, the day, day. One over for the tournament. One over for the tournament. The cut line right now is even par. Oof, yes, we uh, a lot of golf to be played today. Though. It is, but boy, if you had, uh, where would you rather be right now, gentlemen? If you had taken before the tournament started, and I know Kelly has a won't make the cut play. I don't know where this cut line is going to go. Kelly, what? Josh, about I to know. Fight you. Can like, you, you start betting with your heart, not your wallet? Do you, know, do you know how much? You know how much longer of a reach he has than I do, man? Come on, why'd you guys bring that up? Sorry, <laughs> but sorry, it is playing the no pass line, right? On, on I get it. I'm not mad at the bet. I'm not either. I actually yeah. thought it was a good bet, and I said to Kelly, if I, you made me play it, that's how I would have played it. But then he looked so good finishing birdie, 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 birdie yesterday. Yeah. Yep. And you go, oh my goodness! And then he was even par on the round today, so still 200 for the majority of it. And then kind of really fell down here in the back nine with three bogeys. I had said before this collapse happened on the air, Josh, I said, you know how this is. If you're a professional athlete and you know yourself Mm. that your body is not where you need it to be, but you're out there performing, it's like, man, get me to the finish line. And I felt like he was really going to struggle to get to the house today. Rory just birdied on 18, winds up right now at minus six through the first two days. So we'll pay attention to that. You know, I thought, Josh, you brought up a great point a second ago which was you said Tiger increased the visibility of the sport. I can tell you right now, Dave, and I know you're going to be offended by this statement. I never in my entire life in the first 20-something years ever turned on. If a golf was on a channel, it was an auto-change the channel. If you I was could, like that. Well, I never watched anything in golf until yeah. Tiger. Like the Rocco Mediate one I mentioned, the only reason I watched that, because it was Tiger. Right. Like you get Tiger Woods, I think, you know, I thought Jordan did that in basketball. Yeah. Um, where you bring people to the table that don't have an interest in that particular sport. Yeah, your eyes gravitate. If, if, if MJ was playing, if LeBron's playing today, if I'll Tigers. Stop it with that LeBron. But I, mean, I still think there are people that if you're at a bar and you see LeBron. But you see, I, and again, like twofold. One, that's actually a good point because I'm not anti-LeBron because obviously he goes down as one of the greatest. But he doesn't – I don't turn the TV on Correct. for him. Like, I think yes. a lot of people have that because of the person he is. And those other guys you mentioned, uh, there's something about the personality as well. Like, like, LeBron almost, like, asked you to like him. Yeah. And like, I got a job to do, so whatever. Did Kobe – was Kobe that guy? That if you if you were – you snip it and you look up and, you know, I always tell whenever I'm on a date, I'm like, hey, if there's a TV and I'm going to look, so I'm not, like, not looking at you. Yeah. It's just like all of a sudden if there's a highlight, I'm going to probably look. Kobe was one of those guys you gravitated to it, Kobe right? Kobe was for sure. And here's the thing, too. Like, my television probably – I have probably have not turned my TV on in my house in probably eight to ten days. I haven't even turned it on. Uh, today was the only day I've turned it on because Tiger was on television. Yeah. You want to see Tiger. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing for me is, like, you know, in, in any sport, baseball, I don't care what sport it is. And this we talk about it with tennis. Like I wanted, to, I woke up in the middle of the night to watch Novak Djokovic Done play. That before, right? Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to watch Roger Federer. I want to watch Nadal at the French Open. I want to watch greats in their sports perform. And I know Tiger's not going to be doing this very much longer. No, we got to appreciate it. And that's what I'm saying. Like I, I look at those eyes too nowadays. Like, and it's been like this for a few years. But I want to appreciate. We're going to look back one day, and we could have watched it. But I think we take all of these sports at times kind of for granted. I mean, mm-hmm. the NFL. Come on, these guys are making catches. That I don't know how it's even possible right. that they do it, but we see it every single Sunday multiple times, and so we just take it for granted. And I don't want to, again, I don't want to look back either and be like, what did I miss when I could have just tuned in and watched it? Like, I appreciate that kind of stuff now. I think guys that are transcendent, right? Like, you get casual yes. people. Like, I am as casual of a golf fan or observer as anybody out there, right? Like, I am only watching the final three holes of a major if it's competitive. Yeah. If it's Tiger sure. 97 at Augusta, I'm not even turning it on, right? Minus 21. Mm-hmm. But when it, when it's close and if Tiger's in there, the other guys, and I think Cam Smith's a terrific young golfer, 
but I'm not tuning in to watch the Aussie play. It takes I, time. You got to earn it. Well, it's not even just about that. I, I mean, like, to me, I look at, look, LeBron's a phenomenal player. But there's something about Michael and Kobe that's different that it's you different. watch. There's something about Tiger that's a little bit different. There's something about when Montana. Yeah. There, to me, for me, growing up in the 80s, Montana, Marino, and Elway. Two minutes left, no timeouts, and 98 yards to go, or whatever the drive you distance might be. You want those guys with the football. You, you just like, it's must watch TV. You know, Dan, Dan Deardorff had one of the great lines of all time on that Monday night game. When it was Elway in Montana, when Montana was in Kansas City, yeah. and then he brings the, Elway scores, and then Montana comes back down with Willie Davis, and he goes, Lord, you can take me now. I have seen it all. <laughs> it's one of the great lines I've ever heard in sports. It was and a great game. It was by a great the way. game. And, you know, the, the point is, there are just certain people that transcend. You know, I would equate this to in movies. Um, there are certain actors or actresses that you just, like, if Meryl Streep's in a role, you're like, well, it's going to be. Unbelievable! It's like Daniel Day yeah. Lewis, you know, like Tom you Cruise. Know, yeah, he's he's a Tom Cruise is a movie star. <laughs> what? The people, I can't get Cruise in there. The people I just mentioned are great actors <laughs> or great thespians. Very quickly, you know, you kind of made the point there where you just mentioned Rory in passing. Yeah, Rory McIlroy is playing very well, Kelly, and you've got an updated leaderboard. Yeah, and he's an, a second. He's an afterthought. He's not even a thought. It's Tiger. It's all Tiger. Yeah. And Rory's one of the greatest players, if not the best player with John Rahm right now but in again, the golfing that's world. It's, 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 what, it's not about how good they are. There's so many guys that are so talented yeah. that we don't even talk about. Right. It's, it's, it's the timing of an era. It's, it's why there's this story. There's a reason we tune in. Rory can end up being, and he might end up being the greatest golfer of all time. But it still will never, it will never, it's in Tiger. Glasgow. Well, you just don't say, but it doesn't matter if he is. Like, he can win every major for the next 10 years, and it's not, not going to be Tiger. It's, it's just, you know, again, everything that has to do with Tiger Woods and the era and the timing and what it did for He really did. He did? We were Cal Ripken Jr., what Cal Ripken, like, what he did for those. We, he changed the, the entire game of golf. We're back talking baseball. Josh Towers next here on Big Bets. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an intro- introductory offer, rather, of just $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSIN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99. That's VSIN. Dot com slash subscribe. Tiger Watch. What do we got, Kelly? Update from Data Golf. One of the websites I do rely on heavily for uh, some of their their data stuff here. We've got, they have a 81% chance of Tiger Woods making the cut because they have a 76% chance that the cut line will move back to plus one. How does that make you feel, Kelly? I'm okay with it. Okay. Hey, hey, I like the, the right. it, it was a smaller bet, Josh. And, okay. and the way I look at it is, look, either I cash the bet or I get to watch Tiger on the weekends. Can't lose. And why did you make the bet? Because the guy's barely played. He's not in form. He doesn't do well at this course. He's coming off uh, horrible, horrible injuries. If you didn't make the bet, would you still watch it? Yeah. To see him or just in, yeah, I love to see Max? Tiger. Yeah, I love watching Tiger. Yeah, plus I'm betting big on golf. Yeah, right. Good. All right. I'm just making sure. I'm just checking. Are you done with the witness? <laughs> no, not always. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not always. The witness is excused. <laughs> but again, uh, we'll keep an eye now and, and see if Tiger does make it. We won't have that information by the time we get off today. But uh, to Kelly's point there, the cut line probably will move to plus one, which would mean that Tiger would be around for the weekend. Uh, John Rahm right now uh, nipping at the heels of Kyle Morikawa uh, and Keith Mitchell. Uh, Josh, when we have you here, and it's always great to have you here to talk all things Major League Baseball, the first thing is you were the first player ever in Blue Jays history to wear a single digit when you pitched. Was that like like the Babe did that back in his playing days, mm-hmm. right? When did it go away, and how come you brought it back at least north of the border? Um, you know, Babe didn't have to copy me. <laughs> you know, I mean, he was pretty good. He just rests on his own morals. Yeah, like, he, you know, you, you got to do both. I don't know what he was doing. Um, 
So back in the day when when team when baseball first started, the, your number was where you batted in the lineup. So I th- you know you bat one, you're one. You bat two, you're two. And that's kind of where numbers started. It changed. I didn't know any of that stuff about the numbers. We I think I told the story. Maul knows it. Um, I got called up, and we were in Yankee Stadium playing the Yankees. Obviously, I'm glad I threw that in. Yeah, um, glad you didn't say they were playing uh, the Mets. We were playing, <laughs> and uh, and it was the only number we had in the box. It was the only thing we had left, and so. My clubhouse manager said, hey, you can, uh, you can change it when you get back to Toronto. And I said, do you mind if I keep it? Like, I wasn't attached to a number. Like, 16 was my number. I would have been attached to it. But I didn't, I didn't get it in other places. And I worked 35 in Baltimore. So I said, you mind if I just, fine if I just keep this? Uh, he's like, yeah, that's fine. It's perfect. I was place, you know, Mickey Mantle was pretty good. He wore it here. Yeah. He had a little history. Um, so that's what I did. I kept it. And then I didn't know until afterwards that it was a, it was a thing. I didn't know. And I didn't know. And so that, at that point I was definitely not changing it. <laughs> I, I'm surprised they didn't give him number 10. You know, where you bat in the order? Man, <laughs> DH. Hashtag my, DH. Hashtag my second DH. favorite DH. random Josh Towers uh, factoid is the 1500th player exactly to play for the Yankees, to make a peer, wow. an appearance for the Yankees. Wow, that's a pretty good stat. I didn't know they had that many players. Yeah, though. I mean, so many people aren't lying on Wikipedia. That, I, I will throw that out there. It is rather incredible. And, uh, gentlemen, we're going to talk a lot more about the Blue Jays and the uh, AL East in a little bit. But I do want to start off with the baseball classic here because that's going to start up here. Uh, in March, in about, uh, what, about two weeks, it looks like, from now. And, you know, I remember uh, my buddy Brandon Geyer used to play winter ball when he was still in the league, and he would tell me, he was like, man, it's amazing the way, like, we go at baseball in the United States, we get it. In all parts of the world, it's such a global game. But, like, the the World Baseball Classic feels like it's becoming something, Josh. Is this, I know it's, you know, like, it's not the all-star game. It's not a, it is a novelty, but it feels like these teams really want to win. And right now, the betting favorite is the DR, Dominican Republic, to win. Uh, Team USA would be the second betting favorite. Then Japan, followed by Puerto Rico. How do you make of just the – how this event has kind of come off? And do you think it's got real staying power for years to come? Yeah, this is awesome. And for us, I know for me, anytime – I tell my kids, I tell anybody I can with it, anytime you can put your, your country's – name on your chest it doesn't get any better than that and and for me like i would rather play for team usa than playing the big leagues I, it's just something about playing for your country that's just special 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 to me um i had the opportunity once i didn't get it but it was uh i think it was 2000 olympics whatever it was back then i got nominated but there's a lot of good players and so that would have been the coolest thing ever so this stuff for us as players we can't spring training beat it Blue Jays beat it. It doesn't matter. Like, I get to go play for my country. They take, they take this as serious as anything else. They take it. I'm telling you guys, they take it as serious as the World Series. It's not a joke to them. Um, it's just that. It's just, it's your country. And it's, it's, it's so cool, man. So, no, I think any of this stuff stays. I would like to see it more than every four years. Mm. Maybe give us every two years or something. I just, I would like to see more of it. There's not enough of this. I mean, obviously, the Olympics. Um, and I feel like we did the best we could in baseball with, with where we play. When we, now I got to be a little bit more. I'm going into spring training, and I'm probably ready. Me personally, I mean, I can throw four or five innings, right? That's how much I get ready. But most people, we're probably ready for one or two innings if I'm a starting pitcher. So we get started a little bit earlier, so it does throw off the schedule. But as far as the timing of it, it's the best that I thought baseball could actually do to have us ready, to have players ready, to be the most competitive version of baseball with what we can give ourselves. We don't really want to do it at the end of the year. You can't put it in the middle of the offseason because we're all done. So we get a clean version of of these boys wanting to play for their country, and I just – it's so cool. Yeah, I would assume the honor's got to be just absolutely unbelievable. Obviously, representing your country the way Dave, Dave did military service, absolutely another yeah, exactly thing. I got to steal Dave's question. I want to go to Major League Baseball. I know Mr. Let's Go Met over here. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Meet the Mets. But That's what's I, great about it, right? The optimism. I mean, we know nothing's going to happen with the Mets, I, right? Thank you. Right? I, we I, know. That's all I need to hear, baby. We're good now. Dave, go ahead. The floor is yours. I mean, plus 750 to win the World Series is short. There's no way I'm playing that. You know, my concern is Scherzer and Verlander. You and I are huge Scherzer fans. Yes. But I'm concerned now age is going to be a factor for both of them. I know JV was unbelievable last year. He's so but, good. But can he duplicate that? I mean, he was... Uh, he was unbelievable. By the way, though, he was the second best pitcher on his own team last year. Oh, Framber. Framber. Yeah, Framber. Framber's, Framber's unbelievable. Who'd they replace JV with? 
I got to look at the roster. Yeah. Astros, by the way, still the betting favorite to win again. It just shows you what intelligence, right? We know Justin Verlander's stuff's on a, on a level different than most people. There's, you know, he's been doing this for a very long time. He's got a few no-hitters, took a couple deep. He's just different. He's one of those rare guys. That, they're just different. His angles that he pitches at, he has the ability to throw with all three styles of pitching. And he just, I know the game's changed a little bit as well. I, I feel like if we really wanted to sit down and use the brain, I feel like pitchers have a, a much bigger advantage. Not based on any of the rule changes, but just based on um, nobody cares if you strike out no more. Yeah. And so I can use that to my advantage in so many ways. And I think JV, on top of his skill set, um, has, has really said, it doesn't matter if they're 95 or 91. It doesn't matter because I can do this, this, and this. And he's, and he's turned into this artist on top of having power. Yeah, we'll plus stuff all over, but he doesn't need to do it now. And he's so much more. I mean, to have a season like he had after coming off of Tommy John the year before, um, and I don't. Age is different now, so we can't compare 40 back in the day. That was old. 40's not old anymore. Well, I look at it, too, and we were talking about a little bit off the off the air yesterday, Amal, we were leaving here, and we saw that Jacob DeGrom's already got some arm issues right now in Something Texas. happened with, Jay, uh, with J.D., right? Something happened right? to where he's had enough time to cure any little minor nagging something. But So something to me is, is – I hope not, though. I really want right. to see – we we – we have not got to, I know I cut you off, we did not get to appreciate this kid yet. No, and I love him. He's my favorite pitcher to watch. But, you know, you look at the Mets now without Jacob deGrom, you bring in Justin Verlander, and I initially thought, well, okay, it's great, but will it really be an upgrade? You hate to say it, and I say it in football all the time, you can't make the club from the tub. I mean, how many starts <laughs> is, is he going to have in Texas? I mean, what, do you, what can you really bank yeah. on? And with Verlander, I feel like I can't believe I'm saying this, I can depend more on Verlander yeah. and Scherz than I can the best pitcher in the game when healthy, and that's Jacob DeGrom. I, listen, I'm a huge DeGrom fan, but here's my question. I'm looking at odds to win the AL Cy Young. Wow. DeGrom 5-1, to one, Garrett Cole 6-1, to one, Manoa 8-1, to one, Dylan Deceased, Mike Palm with that great nickname, 9-1, <laughs> to one, Carlos Rodon 10-1, to one, Bieber 10-1. Uh, Manoa's third. Yeah. You can't play And DeGrom. Dylan Cease. Like let's let's I think we got to eighty six some of the stocks. Like Manoa's still young and he obviously has the stuff. Something else is gonna have to happen first. Dylan sees, uh, nope. And Carlos Rodon, you went from getting released to you had this beautiful contract and you've been really good. But I just think that's a tough ask. Um, Garrett Cole, right? Always on the top of that list. Imagine, imagine if Garrett Cole had a good April. Oh wow! I feel like he always starts slow, right? I think that sets him back. Like imagine those five starts on top of them all. I you're absolutely right about that, but I want to throw out three names on the back side here. I love Shane McClanahan in Tampa. Framber Valdez Stunned. with the Astros at 15 to 1. Mm -hmm. And then Luis Castillo at 18 to 1 with the with the Seattle Mariners. Uh, just from a long shot yeah. standpoint. I, I I do like I love McClanahan. I just like, are they gonna cut his innings again yeah, like they did absolutely. last year? But that's uh, and that's what we talked about, right? And that's why it ended. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, much more to get to. We'll take the NL Cy Young as well and take a look at that AL East. Could be a monster year again. Come on back, big bets here on these. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football fans, dry those crying eyes because Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for basketball and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday hockey first goal insurance, Saturday hockey same game parlay, bet and get weekly pro basketball bet and gets, and much more. Check out betrivers.com. Download the Bet Rivers app. It is a whole new ball game. Back alongside Amal Shaw and Josh Towers, kind enough to join us in studio today, talking all things Major League Baseball. I said to them all off the top of the show when we were talking about you coming on, Josh was like, man, you can't believe it. But yeah, March Madness, Augusta, baseball, boom, all there right around the corner. We're about, what, six short weeks away. We were talking about uh, AL Cy Youngs and also correlated, I guess you could look at his strikeouts and, and guys that we think might be able to lead the league in strikeouts. Now, mm. again, this is not just American League National. This is for the entire Major League Baseball. You got to think about guys that are going to throw those innings. That's probably the that's first thing. It's the number one thing. Right? Who's going to be able to get there? So, Burns, uh, Corbin Burns right now is the second betting favorite, 8-1 to one for the Brew Crew. Dylan Cease, we talked about it, 10-1. to one. Spencer Strider, 11-1. DeGrom, how many innings? 12-1. to one. But the short favorite is Garrett Cole at plus 550. Josh, does that say to me he's the best power pitcher in baseball? Is that the way you look at Garrett Cole? Um... It's so tough, right? Justin Verlander, him. There's consistency, too, year after year. There's a few guys. You know, I love to throw Jacob on there because Jacob is the best pitcher in the game when healthy. Um, but Garrett Cole has absolutely everything you can have outside of I think he's missing the get in the box. A couple, you know, words mixed in that phrase. Get in the box and I'm going to tell you what's coming and you can't hit it. I think once he... When that flips, if that if he can flip that switch, I think we're talking about a guy that's probably really does separate himself from everybody. Wow, you know, you know, you look at this odds to lead the MLB in strikeouts. Cole right now five and a half to one, Burns eight to one, Dylan Cease ten to one, Strider eleven to one, Degrom twelve, Scherzer thirteen, Rodon fifteen to one, and Robbie Ray eighteen and Bieber twenty. I'm going to tell you one name I like on that list okay. is Carlos Rodon. Hmm. Burns. He doesn't go deep. He's a six-inning guy. Yep. Cease tries to strike out the entire world. He'll throw 98 pitches. He'll yep. get four guys out, and there'll be all strikeouts. But he doesn't go deep in the games. That's his other issue. But Rodon, this is a guy that's incredibly effective. And uh, to me, it's like, I'm just shocked. But one name that's not on here, Shane McClanahan with the um, Tampa Bay Rays. If he can go deep, that guy, he is Absolutely lights out. If he can go deep, because we know last year they had him on an innings, yeah. in, innings limit, right? So that certainly hurts when you're talking about Cy Young and or uh, to lead the league in strikeouts. That's always my concern there. 25 you have to. to. Let me, let me jump on a couple of those. Yeah, so the innings thing becomes the most important because I have to I have to pitch innings in order to. We know that there's like a five-inning, five-and-dive type thing. We don't like to. We don't want guys to do their job. Starting pitchers, these ones, they need to set the tone. They need to make it easier for everybody else. Roy Halladay needs to go eight innings when you have Josh Towers and Gustavo Chassin going four and five, right? You know you're not going to run me out there as much, so somebody's got to eat these. And when you find those guys, then you run with them. The Dylan Ceases, I just, there's, again, he's getting better and better, but I just don't think that the innings are there from him. And then I don't need a guy that goes one inning every now and again, maybe one inning and gets lit. And then, like, I need a little bit more consistency yeah. with those. My bad ones need to be, be three and four. Uh, Rodon, I again, his stuff is, is why he was a first round pick and super high. His stuff is fantastic, but 
he's bouncing around with a new team, new catchers, new everything, right? Is he going to be the same guy? And he got paid them all. How does that change him? A lot of us change when we get paid. There's very few Max Scherzers who you love and I love. There's very few Maxes who you, you don't even know if he had a contract. The other thing is, I will say this, with your Yankee guys, I think they were the one team, especially the first half of the season, where I think the starters were all I – mean, there was something where everybody was going seven innings. Like, no one was going five yeah. and fours and threes. Like, the Yankees let everybody go seven. Yeah. And it's why it set the tone for the bullpen, the offense. That's why they were so good is because the pitchers set the tone. So, if that's the same mentality they have this year, then I know I'm getting more innings out of my guys. And so, your Radone and your GC become better. And so, I, I one last thing is that when I say GC, if he can have a good April, that's five extra starts or six potential extra starts to where he could walk away with this stuff. I thought he was talking about a general contractor. <laughs> GC. He is at yeah, times. Cool. You know, let's stay right there in the East because I'm looking at the at the numbers here, and the Yankees are the small betting favorite plus a dollar five to win the East. Okay, the Jays are the sec- the Jays are the second betting favorite at plus two three, and then the Rays. And, and the Rays Ooh. always feel like the, almost can get them a four to one plus three eighty. I'm seeing here, and uh, Sox bit of a long shot there, thirteen one, and then the Orioles the longest shot on the board. But we saw the Orioles very competitive even for the majority of the beginning of last season as well. Is this a wide-open division, Josh, or is it really a three-team race and the Sox and O's are still going to be on the outside looking in? Kill, do we have that graphic for the division, for the AL East, by any chance off the top of your – because I mean, nope, the, but the, I got numbers for okay. yeah. um, Yanks plus $1.05, and the Sox – or excuse me, the, the Jays are uh, plus 380 for the Rays, and then the Jays are plus 230. Yeah, I, the Jays keep getting – uh, the same core, which is beautiful, right? And they keep getting better, these young kids. A couple of things we need to clean up here and there. Um, stop claiming every outfitter that ever comes available because there's some other things that you need, but they're getting stronger. Their pitching is getting stronger. If Ryu can come back and be, you know, part of a version of what he is, that'd be awesome. Um, very, very curious to see what you say Kikuchi's offseason look like mm-hmm. right because if you say steps up and does the whole thing I was talking about GC about getting the box watch this like we haven't even seen what you say is capable of right so there's these it makes them dangerous um Boston I I did we just cross them off I, I don't know what they've there's done not that's gonna make hope. them competitive Baltimore is a very interesting one because they've been down and out for a very long time, but they have been building for this team for a while. They got this kid behind the plate who doesn't care about fame, money. He doesn't care about it. He cares about his teammates. And when I got a leader behind the plate caring about how my pitchers do and my defense does, it's different. So I'm not saying they can necessarily win the division, but they are not the same team that we got accustomed to watching. And then Tampa, We're we're running the old Oakland A's, right? Where it's like, <laughs> yeah, how long crashed. is this going to last before? Because they, like, that, I don't know, that, that philosophy is beautiful and I love what they do, but it's it's a tough one because you always have to accommodate so many guys and so many relievers. And they, they started to, to miss a little bit last year with the relievers. They were kind of, uh, a lot of guys got hurt and, and so I don't know, but again, they're they're very competitive and they always give you their best effort and they hustle, which is nice to see. So it's it's a better division. I think mm-hmm. the Blue Jays and Toronto had it, but it's going to be close. Like always, I mean, God, the Yankees did get better, didn't they? They did. They did. They got well, they pitching. They can't get worse. <laughs> it's tough to get better when you, you know, put that team on roster, right? Do you think Nestor, Nestor can uh, repeat what he did this past season? No. but So I had a good year once. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Anybody can be good once. And then like, how, like, that's why we talk about no people's names. Cause they're able to duplicate. They're able to repeat it. And, and he, 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 I mean, I lived that life, right? I had the up and down, right? Make to another team, get to the big leagues, get sent back down, have a couple good months, don't whatever. And then all of a sudden he puts it together. And because he's on the Yankees, we think he walks on water now. I, I hope so. He's fun, but the league has now saw him and, and now have their opportunity to make an adjustment mentally to him. So no, I don't, I, I want him on my team. You give me Nestor Cortez as a five, I'm I'm doing all right. A five? Woof. Oh, what, what else do you want him? <laughs> I was thinking three, maybe a three. Three? Yeah. Okay, can, can you give me their top five again? Well, uh, Garrett that, Cole, yeah, Carlos you, Rodon. There you go. Severino. Severino. Yeah, so he's definitely a four so far. Okay. And well, what makes that rotation one? sound better, right? right? I mean, no, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you're giving me him as a four or five. I think he's more of a five. Judge yeah. doesn't come close to duplicating last year. No, no, no. He's beautiful. His swing was so nice. It was just point A to point B, short contact. Um, the money has nothing to do with Judge. I don't think that affects him. It affects a lot of people. But, no, that's 
I just think it's hard he to can have breathe that type now. of year. That was such a good year, man. But yeah, it's tough. How good a show is Donnie going to be, by the way, this year? Oh, God. Here no, we no. go. We only got a Met to go. He's only got what? This is his contract. He's I gone. Forgot. He's, he's going to be a Met next year. Talk, no, he's going to be a, he's gonna be a Los Angeles Dodger. Well, that was going to be my question. Is this the last year and this is the last run? Uh, he's going to be a Blue Jay. For, for yeah, Shohei right. in, in, uh, with the Angels? Is this it? Oh, yeah, he's gone. I, I don't he's, think he makes it through the season. Are you okay? Come here. Give me a hug, buddy. Jonathan Montel. Come on, man. Not happy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's on. get that. That's a real live hug got right a now. Camera hug. But, yeah, because it's JBT we, we Angel. feel like this is it for Shohei in L.A. They're, they're, uh, they're, they can. I don't think that they're going to pay. I don't think he wants to do that again. He realizes how bad and, and in shambles that organization seems to be at times. They have some of the best players you can ever have, and they can't win. Like, look at the – I mean – it's a beautiful lineup, but they can't pitch. He he wants to win. He's he's gonna get 500, 600 million. I was gonna get. It's gonna be some number we've never seen. The two shortest favorites to win MVP. He's gonna be traded. Shohei and Mike Trout. Like it's like it's the two well, shortest yeah, favorites they, to win they, MVP they on the same team. They appreciate teams finishing seventy five and eighty seven every year. Every year. Yeah, so every year, baby. All, all I know is he's going to be wearing JVT best bet in baseball blue, every with year with blue lettering and red <laughs> angels under at Chavez Ravine in a year. <laughs> Two to one for Shohei to win. Josh, a lot of fun having you on, man. We Love you, boys. Thank you. I'm JBC. Everybody, don't go anywhere. The final countdown next here on Big Bits. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.